This is Main Thing Radio with Pastor Robert Fountain of Calvary Chapel, Miami Beach. Join us as Pastor Robert teaches verse by verse through the book of Acts. Jesus said that those who preach the three R's, resurrection, repentance, relationship with Jesus Christ, are going to suffer for it. He said, you're going to be persecuted. We looked at that in John chapter 15. You know, he told them, the world hated me. They're going to hate you. If you go and live selflessly and sacrificially as Jesus did, then they're going to do to you what they did to Jesus. You can count on it. He said, the world will hate you, but don't let that worry you too much, he said, because I've overcome the world. But, but see, here's the thing. It will worry you if your focus is on this world. Have you suffered for the Lord lately? Today, Pastor Robert will be encouraging us to remain firm and steadfast in our faith, especially when we are faced with adversity. Jesus himself said that we shouldn't be surprised if we are persecuted and if the world hates us because it first hated him. Stick around after today's message from Pastor Robert. I have quite a bit of information that I'd like to share with you our web address, podcast subscription information, and our contact information. Now here's Pastor Robert with today's message. of the earth they appoint themselves as rulers and they make plans together vain plots about how they're going to overthrow God and cast off the restraints and God says he sits on his throne and chuckles how ridiculous how silly how sad how sad and he says to the kings of the earth wise up lest you be destroyed in your rebellion. And that's, that's what these, listen, that's what this early church is remembering as they go to war on their knees. You're not in the least intimidated by Caiaphas and Annas, the, the Sanhedrin, by the, the rulers of the world, men like Vladimir Putin in Russia. And you know, Russia seems to be moving, you know, back in the direction of the Soviet Union. They're, they're, he's, he's been scaling back democracy. He's been undoing what Yeltsin tried to do. He's, he's now the, the governors of the Russian states that were elected when Yeltsin left office. Now Putin, a couple of years ago, decreed that they should be appointed by him. He's retaking control. He's renationalizing television. He's linking himself with Iran. By the way, I learned something new yesterday. Do you realize that the Russian people were originally from the region of Persia, Iran? It's no wonder that there's an alliance there. The peoples that migrated in the 7th and 8th century BC to the region that is now Russia, the Scythians, and I'm probably mispronouncing that, were originally from that Persian 
neighborhood. In other words, they're related. They're cousins, brothers, whatever, I guess, brothers, sisters, in terms of their genealogy. And so now, just as Ezekiel chapter 38 predicted, the leaders of the world are plotting together. And part of what they're plotting together to do, ultimately, according to Ezekiel, is to destroy Israel and to take that land for themselves. God chuckles. He's not intimidated. You know, as we see things in our world getting more and more chaotic, as we see things getting crazier and crazier, as there's more and more pressure on Christians not to talk about Jesus, don't bother me with your faith, I don't want to hear that name, God sits on his throne and chuckles. He tells us in one point that when he has reached out his arm, who can stop it? When God decides to do a thing, Who's going to keep him from it? They reminded themselves, we need not fear because he doesn't fear. We're working his will. He's not intimidated by our rulers. We simply need to trust him. We need to obey him. As they went to war on their knees, they needed to remember whose they were. And so they reminded themselves. Jesus said that those who preach the three R's, resurrection, repentance, relationship with Jesus Christ, are going to suffer for it. He said, you're going to be persecuted. We looked at that in John chapter 15. You know, he told them, the world hated me. They're going to hate you. If you go and live selflessly and sacrificially as Jesus did, then they're going to do to you what they did to Jesus. You can count on it. He said, the world will hate you, but don't let that worry you too much, he said, because I've overcome the world. But, but see, here's the thing. It will worry you if your focus is on this world. If your focus, if your primary concern is with the here and now, this world, this present age, then you're going to be miserable as a Christian because you're going to suffer in the here and now. If you are living out his agenda, if you're talking to people about what matters most, about their eternal destiny, if you're teaching that Jesus Christ is alive, they're going to come after you. Now, by they, I'm talking about, well, the spiritual hordes of the enemy. What I'm saying is you're going to come under attack. Now, you're not necessarily going to see it unless you're aware of that fact. In other words, you're not going to start seeing demons. I hope what you will see, what you will see is opposition, persecution in your workplace, your family writing you off and dismissing you, giving you a hard time, making it uncomfortable for you. You know, there's a young girl in Peru that the missionaries down there led to the Lord a few years ago, and her family cut her off at her school. She was attending a Catholic school, the nuns. When she started talking about faith in Jesus and got excited about following him, all of a sudden they set her aside. They wouldn't let her participate in a lot of things because she was going to negatively influence the other teenagers. All of a sudden she was persecuted. What an example of faith. I was concerned that the girl was going to give up. You know, I mean, she's like 13 years old when this started. Now she's 18, stronger than ever in her faith because God is faithful. Jesus met her. You know what? The church always grows under persecution. Christians grow when they're harassed by the enemy. Why? Well, because they have to go to war. They have to go to war. You can't play church anymore. When, you, when you're in the kind of position that Peter and John were in, the early church was facing, you have to go to war. You have to get serious. You have to get on your knees and trust him. When you do that, 
He is faithful. He is faithful. You know, God's plan is perfect, but it's not painless. It's not painless. His plan for your life is absolutely perfect. It's flawless, but it's not painless. You're going to go through some stuff. Jesus promised it. Life is hard. You're going to endure difficulties, but his plan for you is perfect. As long as you're looking beyond this short season of tribulation, as long as you're looking beyond this temporal 70 or 80 year existence and you're recognizing, man, there's an eternity beyond that, that the Bible says there's going to be no more sorrow, no more crying, no more pain, no more dying. It's, there's, it's going to be perfect. At his right hand are pleasures forevermore. But in this life, you may suffer some. We need to reconcile ourselves to that. You know, the, this early church, Peter and John, and, and, and these men and women who were there gathered together going to war, they understood that, they trusted God, and what happened? Well, they asked him instead of, you know, Lord, please, you got to make, we can't handle this, God. This is too hard. You got to make this easier, Lord. That's not what they prayed for, is it? Oh, God, we want more power. Make us more bold. We want more people to be healed. You know, stir up some more stuff, God. This is great. And remember, they weren't fearless. They were just courageous. They understood. They understood. And what did God do? He met them. He gave them a different kind of shaking. I think they came out of that building with the Sanhedrin shaken to their bones. Now he shakes the whole building that they're in. He gives them a fresh anointing, a new filling of the Holy Spirit. Can you imagine? You're having a prayer meeting and all of a sudden the house starts to shake. And you know it's God. Because yours is the only house shaking. The guy next door, his house isn't shaking. This is not like your normal earthquake. It just hit your house. What a cool experience. They knew God showed up. They knew that He was answering their prayer. He was meeting them at that point of need. Now this didn't invalidate the, you know, the baptism of the Holy Spirit, that outpouring on the day of Pentecost. It, it, this was just new. They had a new obstacle. They had a new difficulty. They had a new need. And so God met them again. And he would meet them again and again and again. See, repeatedly in the book of Acts, Luke tells us, and they were filled. Peter being filled with the Holy Spirit. We are so blessed with the technologies that God has given us these days. Being able to share Bible teaching through the radio is wonderful. A couple of other great resources are Facebook and Twitter. For most of us, these resources are part of our everyday lives. Maybe as you are listening today, someone in your life came to mind that would be blessed by hearing this message. You can share today's message on your Facebook page and Twitter feed to help spread the good news of Jesus Christ. Friends, radio is an expensive endeavor, and we want to let you know how you can help partner with us to help Main Thing Radio continue to grow. Here's Tracy. We all know that it's vitally important to support the local church, the place we call home, but it's also very important to support missionaries. Have you ever considered that Main Thing Radio is missionary work? It is. We need your support to continue to share God's word over the airwaves. 
please prayerfully consider financially supporting Main Thing Radio. Log on to MainThingRadio.com and click on the donate button. On behalf of Pastor Robert and the entire production team here at Main Thing Radio, we want to say thank you for tuning in and may God bless you. Be sure to join us again on this same station at this same time for another edition of Main Thing Radio.